Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. I am your host, Sarah Joe, and I am here today with Anna Marie. Anna Marie is a feminine embodiment mentor, and I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I have to say, I love your podcast and I love the name of your podcast. Thank you. I It's been so much fun talking to all of these incredible women and um, I'm having a blast. Um, so I would love for you to tell us a little bit about your journey and kind of how you got into what you do today. Okay, I will tr- try to keep it brief because... Uh, Uh, My journey with coaching actually started in 2019 uh, when I got my certification for NLP Master Practitioner. But basically, uh, my journey into personal development um, started when I fell in love with personal development and how the mind works and law of attraction back in 2013. Um, And I started to dive deep into personal development because I I struggled a lot with anxiety when I was a child and then depression when I was in my teen years. I grew up in a country that was like struck by war and my parents were really poor and they didn't have a good mindset. I really wanted to change that and I really wanted to go after my dreams. And I always, you know, that voice that you have inside inside yourself that just knows that you are meant for more and that you can do more. And I always wanted to listen to that voice. It was so loud and I followed it. And I don't have this like huge success story as you can hear from some of the coaches. And for me, it has been a little harder in the beginning um, because I learned a lot from, you know, business coaches and I tried to do all the business strategies and I felt like I just don't fit in. It just doesn't work for me. And I started to actually uh, learn more about myself and leave all these rules about the business. And this is where I started to learn about the feminine, feminine energy, masculine energy, and I just fell in love with it. And now I'm also starting to uh, study for a hypnotherapist, to be a hypnotherapist. And I feel like my work is just going deeper and deeper with women. And I feel like I have learned so much from this, like, ups and downs and failures and lessons in business so um I went from that masculine you know coaches masculine structure and just trying to do all of this work and the strategy apply all these formulas and it just didn't work and then I realized that I'm not the only one struggling with that and there are so many women out there struggling with that And when I learned about masculine and feminine energy, everything changed. I completely shifted. I learned why am I pushing so hard? And it just doesn't work when you go with force. And I didn't want to be that kind of like masculine person trying to basically sometimes even manipulate people into buying my things. I did not really want to be like that. And my whole spiritual journey, you know, just deepened when I started the business and I always say like the business is the biggest personal development journey that you will ever go through and that is how I started I really wanted to help women to um, release all these like burdens all this stress all these even I would even say like anxiety that I have felt before and just learn who they are and release all this baggage that they're 
caring for all these years and actually to get to know themselves and love themselves. And um, I struggle with that a lot. And I really wanted to, to do that for other women. And I'm always speaking from my experience. I always go from what I have learned. And I just wanted to translate that into my business and help others to do the same. That's amazing. I think you're right. A lot of women have struggled with that, especially when it comes to running a business, because we kind of have to go against our feminine essence to apply a lot of these principles that we've heard. Um, I think it's just so inspiring to see someone that's doing it another way. And for me, learning about masculine and feminine energy, originally it was because um, I just was a mess when it came to relationships and it Mm -hmm. completely like radically transformed that area of my life. And I, I, I'm at this point now in my journey where I'm like, what else can I apply this to? Because I feel like there's so much more there. So my favorite women to talk to are women who feel like they have found a way to run their business in a feminine, in their feminine energy. It's so inspiring. So I can't wait to hear more about that, but how, how else besides your business, how else has learning about masculine and feminine energy changed your life? Oh, it changed my life so much. It changed my whole relationship with my partner. Uh, It has always been really good, but it just deepened it so much. But um, it changed so much my relationship with other women. It helped me heal my sisterhood wound, which is a wound where you get triggered by other women, where you feel so jealous of them. And if I did not heal that, I would not be able to work with them. I would not be able to be here. So it really helped me to learn so much about myself and how I function and really accept that like feminine part of me because I was so in hustle mode everywhere in my life, not just my business, but, you know, like in the relationship with other people, I was constantly going from the toxic masculine to the toxic feminine and back. Mm -hmm. And when I learned, oh my God, this is what the, masculine and feminine energy is and this is how it works everything started to make sense and I started to release uh, those burdens and release those rules and heal those wounds that I had about myself and um, realize more how the actual energy works and how the world works and it really helped me to not force anything but let it come to me you know and just believing that um in myself, basically, and not put that trust and that belief in in others and outside of myself, but come back to myself again and to take that ownership back and claim that power that I have and see that I am a powerful human being because all these years, you know, going through childhood and going through school and you just feel like you don't fit in and then you feel like you're not good enough and you you lose your power. You don't know who you are. And when I started to learn that, I started to accept myself. I started to really love myself. I started to learn how I function best and really honor that and my feminine cycle. And it just changed my whole perspective about life and why things are not flowing, you know, the effortlessly that I want. And they started to really, I stopped pushing, I stopped trying. And it really helped me to realize that importance of alignment and the balance that we are creating in life and how beautiful it is and what magic can create. And so we don't have to 
you know, hustle and we don't have to try, we don't have to force anymore and just realize that we are so good enough. It really changed completely everything. I know. It's so wonderful. Do you feel like we need to have a balance between our masculine and feminine energy? Or do you feel like naturally feminine essence women or people can really just lean into that and have a, and be effective in life? I feel like we uh, really need to find that balance, but it's um, important to find your unique balance. I always say it's your unique balance because the balance doesn't mean 50-50, you know? Balance means for you something different than it does for me. Maybe I'm more in my feminine now. Maybe um, you are more in your masculine. You you don't know. Um, It's different for every person. And I think that when you do find that balance, everything starts to flow. Mm -hmm. Everything starts to fall into that place. But Mm -hmm. as women, we do have that uh, feminine part of ourselves where we can really lean in. But when you do find that balance, it's so easy to lean in. And then you trust that part. And I feel like that uh, feminine energy means that that importance of energetics that you really do understand and that importance of trust and that you really do trust yourself because that's the core of the feminine energy. And you want to hustle, right? You want to work. You That's the masculine wound. And we have to heal that masculine wound. And as women, I see so many women being in the masculine energy so much because this is what we are taught. This is yeah. what we see from the society. But it's not natural for us to be in that. Even though it can be beautiful, we all have that beautiful masculine part. Mm. But it's just, it feels hard when we try to be all the time in that. It's just not us. And we have to accept that. And I know that some women would even argue about that, but I can see working with many women, just doing this work with myself. We all have that feminine, beautiful, beautiful feminine part inside of us. Yes, exactly. And it's just the part that hasn't until recently really been valued by our Mm -hmm. culture, or I think it's changing but for yeah. a long time, it's been something to where even the feminist movement, like it's wonderful that we have equal rights. And of course that was important, but women going into the workforce, they weren't being valued for their feminine gifts. They were just being masculinized and like, okay, fit into like this masculine structure that's already been created. And we can do it, but it's like at the cost of our health sometimes, or like our relationships or our fulfillment, or just like having that like juicy energy, we almost have to, or in the past have had to kind of put that to the side. And, um, I think I really feel like it's changing and I hope that it's changing. Oh yeah, it definitely is changing. And you, you said it perfectly. It really is changing. Um, and we're doing this yeah. We are leading this movement. I really feel like that because the, the whole business side is really changing I can see I started just in 2019 it shifted so much since 2019 and there's have been women that have been the have been in the coaching community for like 20 30 years and we can see it shifting and I love to see this shift but we also need to realize the importance of the balance and not go into extremes and not say okay masculine is bad and I'm just will not have that part 
and even saying that I don't know you shouldn't do it this way the feminine is better let's go back to the balance let's find a balance let's learn about ourselves and accept the both absolutely I couldn't agree more I feel like there um like I think we're, you were talking one of your posts about like the toxic feminine about being like really flaky or just or not showing up and I feel like that's not it <laughs> but we you know because we have been in this masculine paradigm for so long the conversation is about bringing in the feminine and then finding the balance between the two yeah because if we are too much in the feminine that's the toxic feminine that it's the the avoidance not taking the responsibility flaking not just showing up and just procrastinating all the time and thinking everything will come but that's not that's not how it works we all need to have both and when you have the balance you want to take action you want to find that aligned part of action and you actually want to work on your business you actually want to show up and I, I think it's so important to talk about that too yeah absolutely the way that I think of it is that like the feminine is more process oriented and less outcome oriented but being process oriented means that you do show up for the process and yeah. that's you know a daily oh, often a daily thing um so can you tell us like for you personally how has bringing the feminine energy into your business worked and what does it look like for you oh yeah so I said always like the importance of the balance and finding that balance because what I see with my work with women that we go from one extreme to the other extreme and and then we find a balance it's something that usually happens with women we go from the uh, toxic masculine, too much masculine to too much feminine, because we discover this beautiful part, right, of the feminine energy, and then we are like not doing anything. And then we come back and find a balance. And I went to the same process. And that's okay, if you're going through that process, too, because you will find your balance, too. Um, so working with the feminine for me, means that you understand the importance of the energetics, and that you just don't rely constantly on the pure action and pure strategy, but you also rely on the energetics and energetics come first. Your energy comes first, your alignment comes first, and then you take the action. Because when you take the action from that kind of place, any kind of strategy will work for you. Then it's aligned, right? Um, I had to realize that I was pushing and I was being in the hustle mode and I was trying to force things, uh, things to happen in my business. I was so in my that toxic masculine energy too much masculine right and it just didn't work for me and if it did work you know if the all the strategies worked if the pushing worked if the hassle mode worked then everyone would have the same results everyone would be successful but it's not true it's not happening like that and I stopped I had to stop applying all these formulas right that I have learned from my coaches and realize okay when I do apply these formulas, this is not something that I actually want to do. It's I'm going against myself. I have to come back. I have to go into my inner world because then my outer world aligns, right? And that importance of, energet of energetics is um, how you actually start to build your business in a, in a really aligned way and everything transformed then. And I was not focused so much on the results, as you say, I was focused on the process, on the journey, and I really enjoyed the journey. And for me, that also meant that I am really 
following my pleasure in my daily life, not just in business, because when I'm following my pleasure in life, when I'm in my flow, when I listen to my intuition, and many times it doesn't have anything to do with business, it affects my business again, still. And um, I had to allow myself to do that because I felt a lot of guilt. And this is what I see with women. They feel guilty when they follow their pleasure, when they feel good, when they're happy, when they don't work so much, they feel guilty that they're not productive enough. And then we again blocked ourselves from the results. We block ourselves from the, uh, from the success that we want. But here is the biggest and the most important part is that that feminine energy, uh, you have to trust that. That is the core. That is the biggest thing with feminine energy is the trust. You trust yourself. You trust the actions that you're taking. You trust that they're enough. And then you, you find that actually that balance that you that we have been talking about. And I had to release that guilt. I had to trust that. And then everything started to fall into place. And many times, as I say, uh, we listen to our intuition and our intuition is not logic. We have to leave the logic out of it many times because if you keep doing the logical things, you will create the logical results. And with the feminine energy kind of business and knowing the energetics, you create these huge quantum leaps that don't make any logical sense. And that's the, the fun part in the feminine energy. And this is where you have so much fun. And this is where you create huge results. And when I work with clients, they create this mind-blowing results and people are like what the hell is going on here like how did you do that but it's not about the how we don't rely on the how it's who we are being and that's the feminine energy and following that pleasure and listening to our intuition and being in our flow I think that is the the biggest part in my business and that I think that is one of the key things uh, in my business that I just I enjoy every single thing. And of course, we have to do all the sometimes hard things, sometimes boring things, but they can also be fun. You can also um, not push yourself into doing something that you don't like, but try to find a way how to make this fun and how to make this beautiful for you. Absolutely. And there's also, it's amazing to be able to hire people to do the unfun stuff. Like yeah. that's like, for me, when I hired my bookkeeper, I was like, why did I wait so long? This is <laughs> bookkeeping. She loves bookkeeping. Like it's yeah. a heaven. So there's so many ways that we can get support for the stuff that really doesn't light us up and then just stay in our feminine flow and our zone of genius. Yes, absolutely. But if you're not in that stage where you can hire someone, you can still find a way to make it fun, to make it interesting. And that's okay too. Absolutely. Um, so your podcast is called the Liberation Queen Podcast. Um, what does that name mean to you? Oh, yeah. So Liberation Queen is the name of my brand. Uh, Liberation is the name that actually came to me in the mid of 2020 when I went from this fully masculine and working with the masculine coaches and really, you know, I had to stop and see myself and look myself in the mirror and, and just talk to myself and say to myself, do you actually want to be this person? And when I said no, I had this huge spiritual awakening again. 
And uh, this name just came through because it's the perfect word that describes what I do with women. I help them to liberate themselves, you know, from everything that it's not serving them. And I put the queen part is just to take ownership of this is what I'm doing. You know, we can be powerful queens. Um, and liberating ourselves from, as I said, everything that is not serving you, all the rules, old paradigms, the past, your limitations, your beliefs, your perspectives, sometimes even people or sometimes even clothes um, to help you even like love yourself and coming back to create a life on your own terms. And I actually made a whole podcast episode about it is the first episode in the podcast actually explaining what deliberation means and why is it so important. But I think it's important also because when we liberate ourselves, we remember who we are. And I always say this, it's not that we need to learn more, is that we need to unlearn and release this and liberate all these things that all these program that programming that we have and then we remember who we are we have always been this person but this programming tells you that you are not that person and you release that veil I call it the veil of programming it's like just lifting that veil up and seeing oh my god I see clearly now I am actually a powerful human being I'm actually a powerful woman I love that so much. Yeah, it, oh, it, it is all about unlearning. It's about like chipping away everything that isn't you. Um, and then I feel like so comforted by that because you already are. You don't have to try and go and be anything else. It's just, you have to stop being who you're not. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I'm, I have done this work for myself and I can say how liberating it is because for as I already said I believe that I am not good enough I believe that I was not powerful that I was just mediocre human being and then when I started to do this work really deeply I realized that I'm powerful, but it's not just me. There's so many women that feel this way and that I want to help them to realize this power and that they can have everything that they want because everything is energy. We can create anything that we want. I truly believe that. I believe that too. It's so empowering to take full responsibility of the fact that we are creating our lives and our reality. And then what an exciting place to go from there. You know, like the whole world is open to us at that point when we realize. And there's yeah. like, Sometimes it's hard to take responsibility for the fact that we have created things in the past that we don't like and we're not crazy about, but then going forward, we get to create. Yeah, yeah. yeah we get to shift, we get to change, we get to do what we actually want to do and create what we actually want to have. Yeah, I love that. Um, you are talking about how you stay in energy harmony or alignment. And I've mm -hmm. never heard anyone say energy harmony before, but I was like, oh my gosh, that's the best way of explaining alignment. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah. Could you tell us a little bit about how you stay in that energy harmony? Well, I think every day is different. And I also think it uh, depends on your feminine cycle because um, I love to work with my cycle. I shifted my whole business to fit into my cycle because, you know, when you don't do that, you, you get to struggle with 
all these archetypes that you have because in the beginning of your like feminine cycle and towards your ovulation you feel so good it's so much easier to get into alignment and because you're so happy you're taking the action you're just enjoying but when you reach that pms stage go towards the the period stage right um feel like we need more time for ourselves and we get thrown out of our alignment much easier so I think it also depends on that and you need to learn how you work and what works best for you in that stage um I think for me a huge thing made um what played a huge difference is it's really learning about the feminine cycle and the whole shifts and uh, ebbs and flows and um, I love to actually start my day with hypnosis. As I said, I'm starting to be a hypnotherapist with Marisa Peer right now. And hypnosis played a huge part in my life um, because I realized some things that with coaching, I would not be able to realize because it goes so much deeper, even though with coaching, I go really deep, but hypnosis, like it's on another level. And it's like, it really helps you to, um, make huge shifts really fast. So I love to start my day with like self-hypnosis or deep meditation and take the morning to be like my me time. And when I wake up, when I brush my teeth, I always like listen to Abraham Hicks or Marisa Peer. Um, and that really helps me to stay in that like right energy and right mindset to start my day because the biggest thing for me was uh, when I was younger that I woke up every single day with anxiety, like no reason. I just had this anxiety for, oh my God, it's another day. What do I do now? What will go wrong? You know, those negative thoughts and the breathing that you have when you're so anxious. And these things really help me to rewire my mind and rewire my emotions because you're... Um, your body is so used to that. It's like normal. It becomes your normal and it becomes the, those feelings become normal for your body. And you have to learn how to rewire your mind and your body, your feelings to create a new normal. And now my new normal is waking up really happy and um, these videos that I love to listen on YouTube in the morning and the meditation really help me to realize like and remind myself every single day how powerful we are and that we are creating our life and that, you know, energy is creating everything. And uh, I just I just love that. Uh, mornings are so special to me. I love them. I feel so productive. I'm so ready to do everything. And that really helps me to shift and if I get thrown out of my alignment, it's okay. I don't force myself to go back. I don't force myself and say to myself, okay, it's wrong that you're feeling this way. And, you know, go to fixing it, the masculine wound, you know, and just letting myself to feel the feelings. If I'm out of alignment, it's okay. I can breathe. I can just let feelings go and come and go, you know, just come and go, come and go. And they will pass so much easier that way, not when you're like trying to fix it. It's 
you create more resistance, right? It's harder. So um, that is one of the things that I do to really help me get back into alignment. And I also want to just add like dancing. Dancing is so much fun and the right music can really help you get back into that energy, harmony and that alignment. I love that so much. I feel like the right when you wake up or right before you fall asleep, we have this tiny window of time where our subconscious is available to us. So like waking up right away and reprogramming your subconscious with like Abraham Hicks or meditation, mm-hmm. that's huge. And I've gone through phases of my life where um, I was really wanting to shift something or manifest something. And I would do the same thing with Abraham Hicks. I'd listen to the same one. I would find one that I resonated with and I would just listen to it over and over and over again, like every single morning. And it works. <laughs> mm-hmm. It works. It really does. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. Um, you wrote in a post that there's so much pressure in this world to take action and go after things, but you also have to realize and accept that sometimes you're in a part of life where you just need to heal. This really resonated with me. Um, how can we allow ourselves the time and space to heal and trust that we will come out the other side? Because sometimes it feels when you're in that phase that you're just going to be there forever and it's never mm-hmm. going to, and you're never going to do something productive or create something magical ever again. So like, could you give us some encouragement on that? Oh my God. Yes. I, I feel you on that uh, too. I feel there's so much pressure, especially in the coaching community to take action, right? To go after your dreams, which is beautiful. But you also need to realize that there are periods in your life where you need to take time and heal. And they're so important. Um, And sometimes you're like in the period of time. Okay, I need to heal. I need to take time for myself and not push myself. Because if you don't take that time, then you will not come up to the other side. Then it will be hard. Because that healing helps you get into alignment, helps you to come to the other side. And this is where also the feminine energy of the trust comes and just trusting that you will. You don't need to have the perfect mindset. This is what I also want to include in in this. You don't need to heal everything. You don't need to shift every single belief to create, right? To come to the other side, to accomplish your goals. But you do have these periods and moments in your lives where you just need to take time for yourself and um, and just realize that you are on the right path. Because, you know, what made me write that post is realizing that without those periods, without those moments where I needed to heal and take that time, I would not be on the path that I am now. They help me to realize that I am on the right path. They help me to realize that I need to go after the things that I wanted, maybe like studying hypnotherapy or, I don't know, signing up with a coach or or doing something or doing deep feminine energy work with women. And it really was like the proof that I am on the right path. And Sometimes they can feel like lows, right? Sometimes they can feel like, oh, I'm failing and nothing is working. And that's okay because these periods of times lead you to realize that you are on your way and you will not know the beauty of life and you will not learn about yourself if you don't have those periods of time. And they help you to 
go through huge ups and huge quantum leaps later, but you just need to trust and be in that area of your life and just listen to that intuition that says, okay, take more time for yourself. Go into your hermit zone. Don't show up so much. Don't put pressure on yourself to create content and to call in clients or whatever. Just be because it will pay off later. It always does. I love that. I'm learning a lot about human design right now. Um, and I'm a, like a line two line. I'm mm -hmm. a two four. So the four is like really social and a network and the two is a hermit. So it's like this mm -hmm. duality. And I've spent my whole life up until recently, like really leaning into the four and not honoring the two. Yeah. And so more and more I've been taking time or realizing just how much having time alone fills me up, mm -hmm. stores me. And it's like, I feel like I just found the missing piece to everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I love human design. It really helped me to learn how I function and really helped me to accept all parts of myself. And then later, I also realized that as women, we have so many archetypes, you know, and that uh, working with our cycle helped me to realize that these archetypes that we have them so, so many. And for example, um, when the ovulation period is coming right you feel so good you feel like a goddess you feel so sexy so sassy right and you feel like you can do it everything but then towards the pms and towards the period you feel like in your hermit zone and then after that finishes you 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 don't know who you are anymore like which part of me is better which part of me is the right part of me and it's like they're fighting right and that is like the two and the four like they're fighting but you need to accept all of them and realize that they're all equal. Not one part of part is better than the other. They're all equal and that you can function with all of them and that you can be all of them. You can be the spiritual woman. You can be the sassy woman. You, you can be the rich woman, but also the spiritual. You can be the goddess. You can be the hermit. You can be everything that you want to be. You can express all these beautiful parts of you. I love that so much. It's so true. And yeah, like we going back to the programming, we are kind of programmed that like some things, some aspects of us are more valuable than others, yeah. but we get to unlearn that. And that's, yeah. that's so awesome. Yeah, um, I love it. <laughs> I love it too. You were talking in one of your posts about how some of the most amazing things have come from simplicity. And mm -hmm. I would love to hear you talk a little bit more about that. Oh, yeah. I feel like I will come back to the coaching community again. I feel like we are so overcomplicating things here, too, and using all these like fancy words and all these formulas and the strategies, right? But when you come back to just being simple, everything is so simple. And then you realize, you know, I always write my posts from my personal experience and from the things that I'm responding. I'm a manifesting generator and just responding to everything that I'm going through, especially as a line three, I go through like trials and errors so much and I'm responding and seeing, okay, everything that I created so easy in my life has been so simple. I just need to come back to simplicity in my business too, because I was overcomplicating things there. Um, and when I say simple, 
I mean, like I didn't overthink. I didn't overanalyze. I didn't think, okay, what the steps are to create this amazing love life and to attract the best partner. I never thought about those things. I was just like, okay, I know I can have the best man. I know that I can and deserve love. I just went and lived my life and not worried about that. And that, you know, where the simplicity uh, simplicity comes and realizing, coming back to that truth that everything is energy and that we, you know, how energy works and how we work and that we can transform anything in our, our life when we just know how to work with that energy and how to create that alignment in our lives, you know, with our thoughts, with our feelings, nothing more. Everything's like all the strategies, all the steps just fall into place and come to you if you come back to that truth. You don't need to think. When you go back to to your mind and you go and ask yourself how, you're not trusting. You're not trusting the process. You're not trusting yourself. You're not trusting the universe. Like you think that you know best, Mm -hmm. but you don't. Universe knows what's best for you. And if you just allow and trust yourself, you can surrender and everything can come and fall into place. And you know, we have all these like goals, right? And we think, okay, I will accomplish that goal when I do this and that. And when I take this kind of step and when I do this, blah, blah, blah. And when you do that, it's not happening. And then when you let that go, you accomplish that thing, but you accomplish it in a totally different way than you thought because you overcomplicate. We do just need to leave that. Why do we worry so much? I always ask myself, why do we worry so much? It's just like living and enjoying our life and having fun. Uh, it can be so beautiful. And I know that all these things like, okay, but what, what when the hard times come? They're okay. You will know how to handle that. The more you trust yourself, the easier it gets and the more simple it gets. That is so true. I love that. I I was kind of, this thing came to me recently of like, there's like this undercurrent in your life some, when you've done the healing and when you've done this work of like stability in within yourself and then the bad things happen. And that's totally different than when you're like an unregulated all over mm-hmm. the place mess and the bad things happen. Like the good and the bad are gonna come. It's like, yeah. you know, but it's who you are. And if you don't, you don't have to lose yourself and you don't have to lose your center yeah there's hard stuff that happens yeah exactly you can find that peace even in the hard times exactly yeah I I resonate so much with what you're saying because I have had experiences in my life where like for years I like fought and struggled and worked and like tried and tried and tried and tried and then I got into alignment and I did like one small thing and the thing that I'd been (laughs) like running after for years, just like found to me. So it really is true. Like, it's just like, it's not that you don't take any action. It's that you get into the energetic alignment first, and then you get an inspiration to take an action. And it's usually an easy action or a small action or something that's in that heart. And then next thing, you know, that thing you've been chasing is chasing you. And it's, it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. It's so crazy. And it's so paradoxical and it's so funny. I mean, (laughs) yeah, you're just so right. I love that. Um, 
So I was reading in one of your posts that you developed your own technique for inner child healing. And that really piqued my interest. I'd love for you to tell us more about that. Oh, yeah. I mean, like the inner child healing is so important in my work. It plays a huge part I, because it plays a huge part in our success. Um, I truly believe that because um, every time that I work with a client and I work with myself, I realize that our childhood had played a huge part in, in our identity, in creating our identity in who we are, basically. Right. And we create all these beliefs about ourselves and create all these beliefs about how the world works. And many times we don't have our needs met when we are children. And like the need for being seen, need for being loved, that nurture and praise, we don't have that. And we create that emptiness, right? And we try to fill that emptiness later in life in our business. So it affects our business too. And you try to be like loud, you try to uh, be seen, you try to uh, convince people that you're good enough because you don't believe that you're good enough. I feel like that is the biggest wounds that women have and hold is the wound of not being good enough. Because I see that every time I have seen that in myself so much, everything came back to the core wound of not being good enough. And I had to heal that. And this is where the inner child healing comes and plays a big part in my work. And I have this uh, technique called that I developed after a time uh, called rechilding. But I also use Marisa Pierce technique called upgrading the child. And uh, so you can feel those needs. You can heal those wounds that you have created in your childhood so you don't have to struggle later on to, to fill that void, to fill that emptiness that you have created. You just need to give yourself love. You just need to heal that. And through hypnosis and through deep subconscious work, you can go back and actually heal that part so you don't have that emptiness anymore. That's incredible. I've recently been doing a back-end therapy but my therapist now does IFS, which is internal family systems. And that it's a huge focus is like inner child healing. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because I've been in therapy for so many years and it's been helpful, but this is like really shifting things for me in a way that I didn't know was possible yeah. and bringing up stuff that I did not, I had no idea was affecting my life as an adult. And then mm -hmm. like going in, talking to that part of you and like, I don't know the kind of work that you do, but just like having a conversation and like, kind of, like you said, like meeting those needs that weren't met at the time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That it, just going back to give yourself love and realize that the biggest thing is that this is not you anymore. You can let that go. This is not you. And all these, sometimes we what is so important to, to know is that we take on these feelings, these emotions and these beliefs from our parents and they're not our, they're not ours and but we live our whole life like they are. And then you realize this is not me. Now I'm a grown up. I can feel those needs. I don't need anything external. I don't need anyone to feel those needs. I have myself. I can heal myself. I don't have that emptiness anymore. That's not me. That is the biggest thing to realize here. I love that. That's it's powerful. And I think, you know, any work that you do without having dealt with that stuff, 
will be maybe somewhat effective, but you've mm-hmm. got at some point, I feel like you've got to go there and just yeah. deal with it. Yeah, especially if it comes back all the time. Uh, I know that um, in coaching, I hear a lot like you don't need to dig through your childhood, every single thing. Yeah, you don't. But if things are coming to you over and over and over again, they're coming for a reason and you have to go and see why they are here and heal that. Absolutely. I love that. So I'm going to ask you one more question and then I'll ask you how we can find you in um plug into your work, but what is your top tip for women who want to embody their feminine energy? Oof, I, I already mentioned that. And I always say that it's the most important thing is like the trust. You learn to trust yourself because if you don't trust yourself, you cannot embody your feminine energy. If you don't have that trust, it's very hard to go into your feminine energy because um, feminine energy is that surrender, right? If you don't know how to surrender, um, then it will be really hard to stay and embody that feminine energy. And it will be very hard to receive the things that you want if you don't know how to surrender. And everything comes back to trust. Everything is so connected. So working on trusting yourself, trusting the actions that you're taking, trusting that you're supported by the universe and that you got this and that the steps that you're taking there are enough. So working on that part is, I think, the key if you want to embody your feminine energy because you can do all the feminine stuff, right? You can take baths and you can do all the self-care in the world. But if you don't trust, I don't know. Yeah, I think that uh, trust is so important. And I think that it's definitely a journey of like, for me at first, it was self-trust that I was really building, but then being able to take that and begin to trust life, trust the universe, trust God, trust the masculine, like that's Mm -hmm. been huge. And I, and it's trust money (laughs) is a big Mm -hmm. one. And so I feel like that's, it's for me, an ever evolving journey of deepening that trust. Yeah, it's like always going to another layer and another layer of trust and surrender. It's like you never get there. There's always more. Always, yeah. Um, So how can we find you on the internet and plug into your work? Okay, so you can basically... Find me on uh, Facebook under Anna Maria Janish or just write the Liberation Queen. I think I will come up. I put that on my name. Uh, So it's easier to find me because I have this complicated last name, I know. Uh, And also on Instagram under the Liberation Queen. And you can find my podcast under the Liberation Queen on all the platforms. And that's basically it. I am still in the process of building my website. I have my Croatian website, but not yet my uh, English website that is coming up. So yeah, this is where you can find me, connect with me, you know, just send me a message. I'm here. Amazing. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed this conversation and I can't wait for everybody it. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Have a great rest of your day or night. It's night. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great rest of your night. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.